Thank you for joining us for the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife, Elizabeth. Today, Robert and Elizabeth will continue tackling life issues from a married perspective. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. perspective is so skewed when we talk about human strengths. Compared to you or compared to someone else, I may be strong or weak. Compared to my expectations, I may be strong or weak. Compared to the forces that are fighting in the heavenlies, I'm, I am always weak. The only protection I have is Christ Jesus. Because the forces that are fighting, both the demonic world and the angelic world, are stronger than either one of us on our best days. And, and it's ridiculous to, to think that either one of us has any strength to measure against those forces. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. This is a cornerstone scripture that every Christian should live by and have memorized. Today, Pastor Robert and his wife Elizabeth will be encouraging us to depend on God instead of relying on our own strength. Now here's Pastor Robert and Elizabeth with part three of their message entitled, Philadelphia. When you are weak, then you are strong. Our problem is we're all weak exactly. at one time or another. What our, our masculine culture, our fraternity tells us, that's unacceptable. Man up. And I agree with that to a point. But when man up means pretend that you don't need God, pretend that you don't need a brother, pretend that you got this all by yourself? No, 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 that's, that's from the pit of hell. That's not biblical. That is not what we're supposed to be doing. We need to humble ourselves and acknowledge that I need God to work in my life. I, I need the grace of God. I need the instruction of God. I need the family of God. I saw a post recently on Facebook. It was awesome. You know, it was one of those that... that um, the, the idea, and I can't quote it exactly, but the idea that you can be a Christian and not go to church, this post was like, yeah, like a zebra. You know, that, do you remember the post? It can, can be alone and, you know, it ends up dinner for the lion or whatever. It's the same kind of deal. Yeah, you can, you can be alone as a believer. You can, you can go out there and not be a part of a church, but the enemy will eat you alive. We need one another. We need one another. According to Hebrews chapter 10, the purpose for church attendance is, is that fellowship. It's, it's, it's sitting around the family table, everybody's sitting around the piano singing together, you know, family time. We need one another to stir one another up, to love, to good deeds, encouragement. We need one another because today I might be walking strong in the Holy Spirit and everything's going great and you're struggling. Tomorrow, that may very well be flipped around. Next week, It'll be, it'll be flipped on its head. 
and I'm the one that's an utter basket case and can barely walk, and, and you're the one that now comes alongside and, and helps me stay in a straight line for a little bit. Amen. 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 And it, I mean, in, in some way, this whole talk about human strength and weakness is absurd because it, it, we only compare human to human in that. And I remember Louis Giglio doing this big, like showing us the universe, like this is how big the earth is and then this is how big the sun is and taking you to the outer edge of what we know about the universe. And then he goes back to this little bitty earth the size of a pea and it's like, and here's man saying, I'm so strong, I can do it by myself. And, and you see our perspective is so skewed when we talk about human strengths. Compared to you or compared to someone else, I may be strong or weak. Compared to my expectations, I may be strong or weak. Compared to the forces that are fighting in the heavenlies, I'm, I am always weak. The only protection I have is Christ Jesus. Because the forces that are fighting, both the demonic world and the angelic world, are stronger than either one of us on our best days. And, and it's ridiculous to, to think that either one of us has any strength to measure against those forces. It's, it's simply... Yeah. It's, it's so absurd. But Jesus, she says, I say, when, when you are weak, you are strong. It has to do with your awareness, because you are always weak. Yeah. I am always weak. Does that make sense? Yeah. And, and it is so freeing, because it takes away any stigma one way or the other. That, I mean, it's a very good thing to memorize. Whether you feel weak or feel strong, it's somewhat of an illusion, because you are always utterly dependent on God, right? So our culture worships... And we do that. We worship visible strength. The football players earn so much more than whoever does anything good really for somebody else. And I'm not downing football, but these, they show physical strength and they're big beefs and they earn so much. And then some teacher going in to teach third grade can barely make a living. And it, it shows us how, how we, what we value in this society, right? So in these last days that we're living in, that this is from the book of Revelation, the reason I said that this, it reads like a manual, is that there really is, is a, like a hidden sort of strategy in these verses, or maybe not so hidden. And if we grasp this, that all our strength is an illusion, if we grasp the things that Jesus has put in this letter as a strength for us, then it doesn't matter how strong we are because we're holding on to a strength His different strength. from our own. And so the... I found when we, was, when we were doing this, it seems to me that there, there are four sort of strategies in here that build on each other. And so the first one, based on what these verses say, for us to have his strength instead of our own in these very shaky days is this. Number one, Christ alone judges our fruit. The small band of believers in Philadelphia, these lowercase people, they may not have any clue of the value of their lives or their church or what they were doing, but God says, I know. I know. I know the things you think are invisible. The, th the, the things you do where you wrestle, and nobody else may know what this costs you, but I know. I know, and I'm the one that matters. Verse 8, I know your works. See, I have set before you an open door, and no one can shut it for you have little strength, have kept my words, and have not denied my name. The effort to keep his word, I guess that's where strength really matters. And that's a decision, not a feeling. It's a decision, not, an, not like I don't have the muscle or not. It's a decision. If you decide to keep his word and to persevere, to honor his name, when the whole world is turning it on its head and mocking him, he honors that. It may cost you everything to stand firm at your work, to not to not be swept away by whatever is going on there, but he sees it 
and it matters. Even if it feels insignificant, or why can't I just sound like everybody else? Why do I have to? If you love him, if you hold on to it, and this is what you'll see throughout, if you hold on to his word, he holds on to you for so much more than that. Regardless of popular opinion, his word will never return void. That's why it matters so much. That's why it is so, so, one of the things that being shaking is the church itself. And, and you know, we talk enough about there are plenty of churches who deny his word and call themselves Christians but deny the word of God. That is the word, that is all we have. We have that in his Holy Spirit. If you deny his word, he will deny you. And it, it matters in these days where it's so politically incorrect that you just know that this word will stand when everything else dissolves and it will bear fruit in your lives. You are coming against what is strong. That's what I'm saying. The forces against us are so much stronger than any strength we have in and of ourselves. The forces of political correctness that will tell you how antiquated the word of God is are so strong. But if you hold it, it will bear fruit and it will be tested by time. So many of those of you who have walked longer with the Lord, you have seen, and this is what he promises, that people who ridiculed you then now come to you for counsel because that word is bearing fruit in your life. Sometimes, sometimes God allows a long season from the sowing of that word to a harvest you can see, but he sees it all along, even when that seed is in the ground and invisible. I, I was studying this, and, and I, I wanted to put it in, but we're so limited in time always, but the fruit trees that are that almost all fruit trees, they say, don't take the first fruits that come from these trees because they're not worth it. They're not worthy of it. And it will kill the, it will kill the, like it happened to our papaya tree, it will kill the whole tree if it bears too much fruit up front. You have to cut it off to protect the tree. For the tree to become strong, it takes time for those fruits to be mature enough that the root system and everything can support it. And so God may prune off things in your life that you think would be, have, have been good fruit, but they would ruin your root system. His word will bear fruit. Allow him to do the pruning that's necessary for the fruit to be his and not somebody else's. Sometimes he trains, I mean, he says it many times, if you're faithful with little, I will entrust you more. But, but here's the thing we're trying to make in this. Big is not the point. Faithfulness is. He's not asking for big anything of you. He's asking you to be faithful. If your fruit is big or small, that's his business. You just be faithful. Revealing Christ is the point because we're the only Bible most people read. And if we're so busy wanting to have our own way in this, it's not going to taste like him. One may be overpowered by another, two can withstand him, and a threefold cord is not quickly broken. This verse is from the book of Ecclesiastes, and this is at the very heart of the vision for this special Friday edition of Main Thing Radio. Jesus, Pastor Robert, and his wife Elizabeth, a threefold cord presenting God's Word in a way that will inspire you in your own marriage and walk with God. Pastor Robert's vision is that through this fresh method of approaching God's Word, that husbands and wives will be equipped to face the world on a united front, as one team joined together by God, sharing the light of Jesus Christ with the lost and dying world all around us. Monday through Thursday here on Main Thing Radio, we share messages from worship services at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. 
but today's message is unique. As you listened today, we're confident that you heard from God through Pastor Robert and Elizabeth. Well, that's all the time we have here for today. On Monday, Pastor Robert will be back with us teaching through God's Word verse by verse. So make plans to join us on Monday right here on Main Thing Radio.